Welcome to Zikra Duff Simon Ram Gold. Alright, and today we're Zekas Tainas Duff Yud Gimel. The first parak may aim So the three dogs we're going to focus on. Number one, Rafa Bar Papa said in the name of Chista regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day, any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of mourning, like Tishabav, or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash whether it's hot water or cold water. Where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Rush explains means is a fast to abstain from pleasures. Then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water is permitted. Ravidi brought a proof in this from the Mishnah, since it stated that on a public fast day it's forbidden to wash oneself, we lock the bathhouses. If washing oneself in any type of water is prohibited, then why did the Mishnah add the requirement to lock the bathhouses? We can see from here that on a public fast day, Bechamin Aser, but Sonin Mutter, specifically washing with hot water is Aser, but using cold water is Mutter. Point number two, Rabbi Abba Hakon challenged Rabbi Chis's ruling that an Avel is prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident, where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the Shiva. The more answer is that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be makal given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. For it was taught in a Bryce that Takfu Avel of Zeal when one goes through one Shiva, Right after a previous shiva, if his hair becomes heavy and he needs a haircut because it's so long, he may cut it with a razor, and may wash his clothing in water. We learn from here that Riosi washed himself in cold water only because of this extreme circumstance. Rav Chisit said, The Bryce permits cutting one's hair with a razor, but not a scissors, with water, but not natron or sand. Rashi explains, that's the derek to use scissors, and it's the derek to whiten clothes by adding those ingredients into water. Therefore, cutting one's hair and washing one's clothes need to be done without these things in order for there to be a shinui. And pointing with Yudmura, Where is the tefillah of Anenu inserted in the Shemun Esrei? Rav Yudah took his son Rav Yitzhak on a walk and told him that a Yachid who accepted a fast upon himself inserts it, being Goel Lorofe, between the bracha of redemption and the bracha of healing. Rav Yitzhak challenged his father and asked, May Yachid insert a bracha in Shemona Esri for himself? Rather, he inserts it in the bracha of the one who hears tefillah. Rav Shesh has also said a name is including the bracha of Shemona tefillah. The Gemara goes through a lengthy discussion that extends into the next stuff regarding Rav Yitzhak and Rav Shesh's position of where to insert a nenu. So once again, the three points Rav and Bar Papa said in the name of Rav regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day. Any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of mourning, like Tishabav or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash whether it's hot water or cold water. Where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Russia explains means it's a fast to abstain from pleasures, then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water it's permitted. Avidi brought a proof from this from the Mishnah, since it stated that on a public fast day it's forbidden to wash oneself, we lock the bathhouses. If washing oneself in any type of water is prohibited, then why did the Mishnah add the requirement to lock the bathhouses? We can see from here that on a public fast day, but specifically washing with hot water is Aser, but using cold water is Mutter. Point number two, Rabbi Abba HaKohen challenged Rabbi Chis's ruling that an Avel is prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the Shiva. The Gemara answers that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be made called, given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. When one goes through one Shiva right after a previous Shiva, if his hair becomes heavy and he needs a haircut because it's so long, he may cut it with a razor, and he may wash his clothing in water. 
We learn from here that Rabbi Yossi washed himself in cold water only because of this extreme circumstance. Rav Chista said, but The bride's permits cutting one's hair with a razor, but not a scissors. With water, but not natron or sand. Rashi explains that it's the derek to use scissors, and it's the derek to whiten clothes by adding those ingredients into water. Therefore, cutting one's hair and washing one's clothes need to be done without these things in order for there to be a shinui. And pointing with you, the Gemara asks, Where is it to feel of a name inserted in the Shemona Asrei? Rabbi Yudah took his son, Rabbi Yitzhak, and walk and told him that a Yachid who accepted a fast upon himself inserts a Bengoel Rofe between the Bracha of Redemption and the Bracha of Healing. Rabbi Yitzhak challenged his father and asked, May a Yachid insert a Bracha in Shemona Asrei for himself? Rather, he inserts it in the Bracha of the one who hears Tefillah. Rav Shesh has also said Anenu is included in the Bracha of Shomei Tefillah. The more goes to a lengthy discussion that extends into the next daf regarding Rav Yitzhak's and Rav Shesh's position of where to insert Anenu. Alright, so now we go to our Simid Daf Yud Gimel, and our standard Simid is a Bar Mitzvah boy. A Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The nervous Bar Mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first Tishabab without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting Shiva for his second son washing in cold water that he forgot to include Anenu in the Bracha of Shemayat filah. Once again, it's emotion. The nervous bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must be more a duff. Yud Gimel. The nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water, which reminds us, Rafa and Bar Papa said in the Rav Chista regarding the prohibition of washing oneself on a fast day, any situation where the prohibition to wash is because of a veilus, like tishabab, or that of someone actually mourning, it's prohibited to wash whether it's hot water or cold water. But where the prohibition to wash is because of pleasure, which Rashi explained means is a fast to abstain from pleasures, then washing in hot water is forbidden, but in cold water, it's permitted. So, the nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son, washing in cold water. Which reminds us, Rabbi Abba Al-Kohen challenged Rabbi Chitz's ruling that an Avo is prohibited to wash in cold water from an incident where Rabbi Yossi, whose sons died, washed in cold water during the shiva. The Gemara answers that his sons died one right after the other, and therefore Rabbi Yossi was able to be makal, given the fact that he was mourning for a long period of time. So, the nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son washing in cold water that he forgot to include anenu in the bracha of shomeh Which reminds us, Rav Yudah told his son Rav Yitzhak that a yachid who accepted a fast upon himself inserts anenu being goel or between the bracha of redemption and the bracha of healing. Rav Yitzhak challenged his father. And ask, Ki yachid asmo yachid insert a bracha in for himself? Rather, he inserts it in the bracha of the one who hears tefillah. Rav Shesh has also said, Anenu is included in the bracha of Shemayat tefillah. So once again, the nervous bar mitzvah boy who didn't know if he could survive his first tishabab without washing in hot or cold water got so confused when he saw the man sitting shiva for his second son washing in cold water that he forgot to include Anenu in the bracha of Shemayat tefillah. All right, now it's time for a four-block back chazara. Daf test. So the similar Daf test is a teapot. So here goes. The generous tea hostess. Tea. That must be more on Daf test. Teapot. The generous tea hostess who became fabulously rich from giving meiser, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan taught Reish Lakish's son that the Pasuk Aser Taser is coming to teach Aser Bishvil Shittis Asher. Give meiser so that you become wealthy and that even though in general one should not test the Kodesh Baruch Hu, one can test the Kodesh Baruch Hu when it comes to giving meiser. 
So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving miser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Anania Kavut, and Mun engraved on them, which reminds us of the price that taught that Shoshim Parnasim Tovim Amdu Yisrael. Three great leaders arose for Yisrael, Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. The Gimel Matanos Tovos Nitnu Al Yadam, and three good gifts were given to Kali Yisrael because of them. The bear, the Anania Kavut, and the Mun, the well, the clouds of glory, and the Mun. The well was in the schus of Miriam, the clouds were in the schus of Aaron, and the mun was in the schus of Moshe. When Miriam and Aaron died, the bear and Anayakabod went away, but then came back in the schus of Moshe. Even though it was taught that prosperity does not come in the schus of a single individual, Moshe Rabbeinu was different since he dubbed on behalf of the rabbin, he was considered as if he is the rabbin. So the generous tea hostess became fabulously rich from giving miser and served tea from a priceless three-piece tea set with pictures of the bear Miriam, Anayakabod, and mun engraved on them was glad to see there was raining only on her tea plants that needed rain. Which reminds us that we learned from a passage that Kosh Baruch will give rain on behalf of an individual, even for a single field, even for a certain part of the field that needs rain. Dekmor brings the example of Daniel Barkatino who had a garden every day he would inspect it and say, this road needs water, this road doesn't need water, and it would rain only in the places that needed water. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden. Minion of Yidden. That must be more Daf Yud. The minion of Yidden in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first before the rain spread to the rest of the world, which reminds us. The more brings a number of statements about the unique status of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was created first, and the rest of the world was created afterwards. The Kodesh Baruch who waters Eretz Yisrael himself, whereas the rest of the world is watered through a shaliach, and Eretz Yisrael drinks from rainwater, which is whole bracha, and the rest of the world drinks from the leftover water. In the clouds, Rashi says that he heard the rain falls first in Eretz Yisrael. So the minion of Yidden and Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmidim among the eight Yechidim, which reminds us that the second mission of the Daf states that if the seventh Marchevshin comes and rain is not fallen, Yechidim begin to fast three fasts. It was taught in a Brisa, Al Yomra Adam Talmid Ani, Eni Ruyulos Yachid. A person shouldn't say that he's only a Talmid, he's not fit to be considered a Yachid, to be grouped with those that fast for rain before the community begins their sets of fast. Rather, all the Talmud of the Chomir are considered Yachidim or Chayiv to fast. A Yachid is anyone who's fit to be appointed a leader of the community who can answer a broad range of Shilas, whereas a Talmud is anyone who can answer Shilas in what he's currently learning, even if it's only Masechah's Kal, which is an easier Masechah. So the minion of Yidin in Eretz Yisrael that were rained on first, before the rain spread to the rest of the world, included two Talmud among the eight Yachidim, because the two other Yachidim got lost on the way while analyzing a sugya. Which reminds us, the Gemara notes a contradiction. Yosef told his brothers before they returned to Yaakov, "Al Tirguz and do not become disturbed on the way." Rabbi Lezer said that Yosef was saying, "Don't get involved in a Debar Halacha during the trip, lest you fall out on the way." Which Rashi explains means that they might get distracted and get lost. Rabbi Elai Barberechia said, "Shnei Tamli Chachamim Shemachalk Mederach Ve'Ein Benem Divreitore Ruinli Sarev Two Tamli Chachamim." We're traveling on the way, and words of Torah not spoken between them are fitting to be burned. But the Pasuk teaches regarding Eliyahu and Elisha that they were not burned by a fiery chariot because they were discussing Torah. Gemara answers, Rabbi Eli was referring to reviewing one's written by rote. One can do that while traveling since it doesn't demand a lot of focus. Was referring to analyzing Torah. Since people become absorbed in the discussion, it's easier when they get preoccupied and become lost. Daf Yudolf, so similar Daf Yudolf, is 11 stars, like in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The man wearing the robe covered in stars. Stars? That must be more in Duff. Yudalif, the man wearing the robe covered in stars who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, which reminds us that it was taught in the Bryce when Christ was going through suffering and one separates himself from the community. The two Malachi Ashurah said, escorted a person come and place their hands on his head and say, Ponizeh should perish from the this pony that separated himself from the Tzibor, Ayyar ben Tzibor, should not see the consolation of the Tzibor when they're safe from the affliction. Rather, a person should feel the pain together with the Tzibor, like Moshe Benu did during the war with Amalek when he sat on a stone as Ben Israel fought. So, the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, 
felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, which reminds us, when a person departs from this world, all his deeds make him sign on what he did, and when judgment comes, he endorses the din. So the man wearing the robe covered in stars, who sat on a rock with his hands lifted in the air, felt the pain of the person in front of him, signing each page of his diary, including the day when he never even completed his partial fast. Which reminds us, Rabbi Zerah said in the Rav Huna, if one continued his fast from the day into the next night, he does not dub in the tefillah of Anenu. Abai said that Rav Huna holds that we do fast for hours and it does require Anenu. But in this case, since a person did not accept upon himself to fast the day before, it's not chashim enough to require including Anenu in the tefillahs. Daf Yudbeis. So the symbol Daf Yudbeis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The six brothers, six brothers of 12, that must be more on Daf Yudbeis. 12 brothers. The six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be a couple of the Tainus the day before at Mincha, which reminds us any Tainus where one did not accept upon himself to fast while it's still daytime before the fast is not called a Tainus. He's like a bellows filled with air. Plus, we have a Malchus, Rav and Shmuel, regarding when one is Makabo upon himself. The Tainus Rav said at Mincha time, where Shmuel holds during the Tefillah of Mincha. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be Makabo the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, which reminds us, the review said in the name of Rav, Loba Adam Taneso Uparea, a person who accepted upon himself to fast may borrow the fast and eat that day and then repay his chiyav to fast on another day. We have two different versions of how Shmuel reacted when he heard this din. So the six brothers who realized they fasted for nothing when they forgot to be makabal the Tainus the day before at Mincha, while their other six brothers decided to eat on the fast day and repay it later, joined the community in examining the town's deeds the morning of the public fast. Which reminds us, the Morris, what is done on the day of the fast? Abai answered, from morning until midday, we examine the town's conduct. During the third quarter of the day, we read from the Torah and the Haftarah, and from there on, from the final quarter of the day, we beg for Hashem's mercy. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.